It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Play Hills coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Two minutes past eight. Good morning to you. We are in SENSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA and Bix. We've got TVs all in here in Studio Lumo, and we're having a look at all of the morning shows talking about this this big deal with submarines. Orcus. Uh, Orcus. So what does that stand for? Oh, the AU is for Australia. The uh, the U is also for the UK, and then there's the US. So it's a three... Uh, three-country alliance. And we're, we're looking at... Um, Anthony Albanese and uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, either side of Joe Biden, the mm. president of the USA, and Joe's the only one wearing aviator sunnies, <laughs> like Top Gun. Uh, it's a very unique look. I reckon Albo should get the aviators on. Have you ever owned a pair of aviators? No, not my go. I could see you in some. What sort of sunnies do you roll with? Ray-Bans. Okay. Mine, mine got prescription sunglasses. Oh, really? Mm. Have you got bad eyes? Yes. You look good looking most of the time until I put my glasses on. I was going to say, you couldn't see yourself coming to that event on Friday on time because you rocked up. Um, It is round one and it's all kicking off on uh, Thursday night at the MCG, Richmond Carlton. Um, We're just frothing about the anticipation for this. So instead of us talking about what it's like in Melbourne, we are going to go to the Chief Sports Reporter for SEN, Sam Edmund, who we believe has worn aviator sunnies before. Morning to you, Sam. Is that uh, truth or is that a lie? That is a massive, a massive fabrication from you, Walsh. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bixie. You, you mentioned the phrase frothing. I'll tell you what, they're frothing down at Icon Park, Royal Parade in Carlton this morning after Bix's ladder just came out. Oh. They cannot get this season started quick enough. <laughs> What's that? Just because the Carlton there, they're ready to go. Oh, the, Blue, the Blues top four, they're ready to go now. Someone, they are chomping at the bit, boys. Someone jumps in there uh, each and every year. I'll tell you one club who's not uh, yeah. chomping at the bit, and that is St Kilda. They're like a medical ward at the minute. They are indeed. And you're right on the turnover. So three on average over the last probably half a dozen years come out of the top eight and three come in. Now, Tim Membry, for the St Kilda Football Club's part of things, was always unlikely to play round one. That was the case um, as soon as he underwent that knee operation, albeit a minor one. But it was less than a month ago, boys. So he was officially ruled out yesterday by St Kilda, obviously off the back of Max King not playing. Hayes isn't going to be there in their front half. And the midfield is missing. I had to do a stock take here in order. Zach Jones, Seb Ross, Jack Billings, Dan McKenzie, and potentially Marcus Windhager as well, who's been so impressive over the preseason. Nick Caulfield down back has a calf. So it's got to the stage now where the rookie, and he's a great story anyway, but that story is going to be further enhanced. Anthony Caminiti just has to debut in round one. He's the only forward threat left that's fit and available. That's <laughs> phenomenal, isn't it? That's going to be really yeah. interesting to watch that because he's had some moments in some of the, uh, the practice and internal matches. No, absolutely. In fact, he was so impressive in his second, I want to call it second training session at Moorabbin. It happened to be a trial match. Now, he was so impressive there with his contestant marking and his conversion that he walked off the park to find a contract waiting for him inside the rooms there at Moorabbin. Now, he didn't know it was a contract at the time, but his manager was there. They played a bit of a joke on him, if you don't mind. And then the next day said, that paperwork that you signed actually is a playing contract. Welcome aboard. So that was how impressive he was in the moment. I mean, Kerry Grammer, Northern Knights, Carlton's VFL program, 
and then the St Kilda Football Club. It's been a massive rise. Mm. Um, one thing that we've got a little bit of a read on over here is Tom Duday. We're, uh, Adelaide fans are watching him closely. And, of course, I think some of the Melbourne clubs fancied their chances potentially of getting him back to his home state on the back of Jordan Dawson being announced as captain. He's a free agent at the end of the year. But he came out and spoke last night, and he, um, he said some things that Crows fans would be pretty happy with, I reckon. I reckon, Big. So I'm, I'm pretty keen to temperature test this with you guys. Now, you're right. He's going to be among a clutch of players who, I guess, intrigue over their movement or otherwise at the end of the season is going to be fascinating as the year unfolds. Now, he was seen, obviously, as a real captaincy contender, wasn't he? But mm-hmm. overlooked, obviously, with Jordan Dawson just coming from nowhere um, on the eve of his second season at the club to be appointed standalone captain. So that's led to all sorts of rumours in your part of the world about risks with Dawson between he and Tom Duday. He denied that yesterday on Channel 9. But also in the interview, guys, he went, well, I don't want to say all the way, but he went some way to denying he was contemplating leaving the Crows at season's end. Now, I want to ask you, Bix, have you ever used your pet as a potential uh, impediment for not moving clubs? Because he said he's got his dog over there and there's no way he could move. Oh, hasn't he ever heard of you can just put a dog in a, a little cage and drive it back or send it back? He's also got his partner, which you probably say yeah, first. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in order, in order, he went dog, home, Partner, so I'm not sure if there's anything to read into that. If he comes to comes to training with a black eye today, you'll know what that's all about. But look, one of the things oh, I think, as much as anything, it'll be how Adelaide performed this year. He's been around for the last five years, where it's been hard work since the grand final. They haven't played any finals at all. They've been really patient. They've they've gone about a very structured rebuild in terms of getting as many high draft picks as they can. I think it's now that they've seen some steps forward over the last. Last year in particular, they moved forward again. They have to move forward again this year because yep. as he gets older, he, I'm sure like every AFL player, you want to play finals and you want to have a crack at playing deep into the finals and winning a premiership. And if he sees that future and that possibility at Adelaide, I think he'll without doubt stay. If that wobbles a bit, I think he might get, you know, there, there's potential that he could get wobbly on that front. It's got nothing to do with the captaincy, nothing to do with Jordan Dawson, you know, he loves his time in Adelaide. But I think it's more about as footy players, you want to be part of a successful team and he's got to be able to see that success happening at Adelaide. Oh, I think you're 100% right. It all goes in the mix, doesn't it? And mm. the contract's only part thereof, the, the conversation. Now, this will be picked up mid-year over the buy rounds like it always is with players and clubs and managers. Suffice to say, there'll be interest from um, from rival clubs. That is, a, that is a given. So, yep, a decision to make potentially for Tom Duda. I mean, I just, if I'm watching that as an Adelaide Crow spot, I'm thinking... I'm not reading too much into it. It's certainly a watch as the year unfolds, that's for sure. Sam, is it a legitimate concern that Joel Selwood may be booed uh, when he does his lap of honour uh, when the Cats take on Collingwood and they, they unfurl the uh, the premiership flag? Or is this just a, a bit of banter? Look, they're not going to... So, yeah, just to not get bogged down in semantics, he will have the flag with him. It's not an unfurling as such in the traditional sense. That will come later on in the season down at... GMHBA Stadium, but the Cats did want this game moved forward a little bit from its uh, normal start time just to allow as many Geelong people to get up there to pay tribute to Joel Selwood and then get home in the aftermath. Now, this is something we temper... Who would know, basically? Mm. Well, she did to answer your question, who would know? As a player, you'd say, lock it in. He's going to get booed. He's going to get heckled. He's going to get jeered. We did temperature test it over here on our side of the border uh, last week among Collingwood listeners and, and, and people calling in and texting in. And the general vibe from that very, very limited sample size was, no, um, that time has come and gone. Now we pay respects to, to a player who's been a, and obviously an ornament to the game. So you'd like to think not. I think any time anyone's getting in the back of a car, 
and, and putting themselves out there to, to say thanks to their own supporters. But rival supporters aren't going to hijack that um, with, with booing and the like. I, I think that in a game, people pay their hard-earned money. They can cheer. They can boo respectfully, respectfully, of course. But I think when that person's on the other side of the fence, so to speak, and they're celebrating their career, I reckon that would be a, an ugly look if it took place. Mm. And just finally, Richmond Carlton, it's a blockbuster as it always is uh, on Thursday night. Sam Walsh, selection news, uh, not going to be there? No, absolutely not. No chance. Uh, not even in full training as yet, Sam Walsh. So that timeline hasn't changed, um, albeit he's making steady progress. I mean, his first step now will just be to reintegrate into full training. That hasn't happened yet. So expect him to do that in the next couple of weeks and then build up from there with, with an aim to returning perhaps, you know, around three, four and, and five. I did like the fact the Blues in this crowded marketplace, boys, when it comes to telling players they're about to make their AFL debut, found a new way to do it with the parents or the fathers of Ollie Hollands and Lockie Cowan actually ringing Michael Voss during their team meeting to tell their sons that they would be going to watch them among the eighty to 90,000 at the MCG on Thursday night. I, I thought that was a nice touch for the, for the Blues' two high draft picks from last year. That was really good because we're so familiar with seeing the players call their families and uh, without sounding yeah. like I have no emotions, it's become a little bit predictable now when the videos come out. So to, to mix it up a bit, I think it was um, very good, Sam. Enjoy the week. Footy's back. It's going to be huge over in Victoria. We've got a big game here in South Australia as well. So we really appreciate your time on SENSA. No worries, boys, and I hope that Adelaide Oval surface has come up a treat after Ed Sheeran departed as well. We it's saw it on Friday, and it uh, looked uh, <laughs> no. there's a fair bit of work left to be done. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much. What about the people at Optus Stadium as well in Perth? Ed Sheeran had to play there over the weekend, so uh, good luck because we did see that on Friday, and uh, I felt really sorry for Damien Hoff about the work that he has in front of him. Yeah, well, they seem to get there. I don't know how they do it, but we were there for a SEN footy launch, and Literally, they had this machine that was just digging up all the dead grass, mm. probably about two inches worth, and, and spitting it into a big truck. And then they replaced the whole soil, you know, like put lay down new turf. So you'd think the roots have to take really quickly so that the whole turf doesn't move. That's Apparently, the- Hoffy had to put those shoes on that had the spikes in them and walk all the way around Adelaide Oval and just do laps. So he's been doing that all weekend. Uh, he's just got his, um, his watch on to see how many steps he's done. So no. if you see a guy just walking around Adelaide Oval with spiky shoes aerating it, um, it's definitely Damien Hoff. We got an update from Port Adelaide as well in regards to the prison bar Guernseys, um, the, where they are at with the sales and everything. Mm. Uh, we will read out their response in a couple of moments' time. If you want to send us a text, 0427 154 166. Our yes moments next.